Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. Apple says its eye-tracking Vision Pro Mixed Reality headset heralds the era of spatial computing. They say browse and game with a digitised version of the world overlaid onto actual reality in a new metaverse. Blending digital content with the real world can unlock experiences like nothing we've ever seen. That's Apple boss Tim Cook on the nearly £3,000 Mac for your face. But what are the risks to young minds from this increasingly immersive computing experience that cuts users off from the physical realm? And parents, if you're wondering, the NSPCC Child Protection Charity recommends a maximum 15 minutes per session only, strapped into a virtual or mixed reality headset and says to avoid it before bedtime, as time spent in the alternate digital universe can disrupt actual sleep. At the same time, the NSPCC also obtained data from freedom of information requests to 45 British British police forces revealing that eight constabularies said they had recorded child abuse images offences involving VR headsets. This episode of the Leader podcast sought out two psychology experts in the impact of VR on child mental health. First, we're joined by Dr. Elena Martellozzo, Associate Director of Criminology at Middlesex University and Associate Director of the Centre for Abuse and Trauma Studies, who specialises in issues around online harm and is currently researching the metaverse. First, Dr. Martellozzo explains whether the sensations felt in virtual reality feel real. It's very close. I can talk about my experience and I can talk about the research that has been conducted that make people feel as if they are living the experience. They're experiencing sensations that are very similar to those that they experience in the real world. So I think it's quite extraordinary, actually. I can talk about my experience whereby I was on the verge of jumping off a building, which wasn't particularly pleasant. And When I did jump off, I felt those butterflies in my stomach and I felt the urge of 
screaming almost. So it doesn't matter how aware you are of the fact that it's not real. You're so immersed into it. And, you know, that goes with the name that you forget that you are in, in, in a cyber environment. What have studies shown about adult and child reactions to being immersed in VR? I was just thinking of a study that has been conducted that examined the response of both adults and children to virtual reality experiences. The study revealed that adults were able to utilise their prefrontal cortex, for example, to regulate their brain's processing during a simulated scenario, but children couldn't. Children weren't able to distinguish between the virtual and the real world consistently, which leads to some issues here because it shows that virtual environments become increasingly realistic, as we discussed, and immersive, and children may find it very difficult to discern the boundary between the virtual and the real world, thereby impacting their understanding of reality. What does your research show you about harassment risks in virtual reality? Well, I can certainly talk about women who have experienced virtual sexual harassment and reported that they felt that the assault was real. And this highlights the need for behavioural moderation in virtual environments extending beyond just the content moderation. And, you know, it's really related to the immersive nature of virtual environments, which really amplifies the impact of any positive or negative experience. So this uh, hyper-realistic experiences make virtual sensations feel real. Immersive technologies have the potential to really magnify negative interactions such as cyberbullying, grooming for sexual abuse and image-based abuse. Tell us about your current research into the metaverse. Our research is in its really early stages and what we're currently doing is really reviewing the existing literature, which is limited. Our interest is really to explore what these risks are and we are interested in engaging with key practitioners, not only obviously those that moderate content, but also those that are really creating those platforms and educators But really, the centre of our research is going to be children. So we're hoping to engage with children and young people who are using the metaverse and can share with us their experiences, positive and negatives. Ideally, what we'd like to do throughout this project is to develop a toolkit with some recommendations, advice, or almost like a, a manual for use, because I fear that what's missing is often how do we use these spaces? You know, we have technologies, platforms that are constantly created around us, but we don't know really what the risks are and what we're entering until we sadly explore them. And that could be a step too far or slightly too late. Let's go to the ads coming up. Could cooking help unlock the key to keeping children in touch with reality? Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome back. Now we're joined by Sonia Livingstone, a professor of social psychology at the London School of Economics, who researches children's digital lives. And we wanted to know her reaction to Apple's new VR tech announcement. I think it's great if it provokes a conversation, actually, because we all need to be thinking about the forms of virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality that are coming to our lives. I mean, of course, this is incredibly expensive piece of kit. So I think many people will be thinking this is not coming our way anytime soon. But once it's on the market, it stimulates conversation, it stimulates interest and desire. So let's be thinking now about the protections and opportunities that it poses for children. What do you think about the emerging risks and need for boundaries? in this fast-growing space. We've had virtual reality environments in a way for about 20 years. I don't know if you remember Second Life or after that Club Penguin. You know, there have been various kind of virtual immersive environments that children have been in. And uh, to be frank, I don't think we've got to grips with what's needed even for those, because those were environments and still are environments in which everyone's data is shared and monetized in ways that they don't understand and haven't really given informed consent for. And all of those environments, one way or another, have been associated with forms of sexual abuse, hate, harassment, discrimination, all kinds of adverse things, as well as fun and play and people, you know, really enjoying them. So even though the tech is getting more complex and the environments are really hard for people to know what lies behind them, you know, they, they kind of see the, the beautiful surface, but not how it's made and what the business model is and where their data goes. So in a way, we know what the risks are and we haven't worked out how to deal with them. And I think that's one reason that I and many others are pretty worried about what's coming. What do you think about the boom in gamification being used to keep us online for longer? I am becoming worried about the extent to which gamification is being used. And I think the the child rights principle, you know, is that we have to make decisions in children's best interests. We have to weigh up the pros and cons and think about what's really right for them. So if you can only uh, encourage people to do something healthy with a bit of gamification, then okay, because health is a benefit. But if the gamification is really uh, to maximise attention so that children watch ever more adverts or ever more data is collected from them, uh, then that's not a fair deal and that they're not getting any benefit or not getting sufficient benefit compared to the big tech company that is, you know, this is their whole business model. So I think we, we, we can, we, it's clever that we've discovered gamification as a way of persuading people into doing things that could be better for them than they quite realize. 
but we have to also keep it in check because if it becomes the new normal if if we just get so used to the idea that everything is quantified and gamified and uh, rewarded in the you know short term uh, we'll we'll forget what other values we might have and children of course as is you know young and developing uh they they need to do things that they've chosen to do they need their agency to lead them to decide what they would enjoy or what they want to do they need to try things out and realize it was a mistake and give that up and try something else and a completely gamified world doesn't allow them actually any of us very much agency to work out what's good for ourselves any tips for keeping children grounded in actual reality when the online realm is so enticing in my book on parenting for digital future i can remember interviewing one parent who said i cook with my child uh, and i cook with them to remind them that there's you know it's actually very useful but also to remind them that there's a physical world that there's a material world that they can manipulate things in and they can cook and they can eat and it they can enjoy it and they can do it with others and i and i think um that was a really great illustration of the kind of balance that i think lots of parents really want um they want their kids to have the the new and exciting and challenging and futuristic a bit but they also have other things they want to share with them. Um, and uh, perhaps parents don't need to rush into being the early adopters. You know, some of this we can wait and see till we have a bit of a better understanding. I think actually at the price tag of um, this of the new Apple headset, most parents are going to wait and see anyway. But, um, you know, there will be more research, there will be more experience, um, there will be more to learn about what the benefits can be and the risks so uh, maybe let's uh, wait and see a little bit there's more news and features in the evening standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk that's the leader we're back on thursday at 4 p.m Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.